Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, hilarious, yummy, delightful, magical world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and if you have not ever joined me before, heard of me, or or anything about me, well, thank you for landing here for whatever time and whenever time you're landing here, and uh, I'm grateful for you stopping by. Um, and golly, on this show, we play with all things pertaining to the willingness to embody abundant living and I have frogs in my throat this morning wow and everything that that could possibly mean so way beyond the perhaps linear definition of abundance where usually it pertains to uh, for a lot of us it can firstly pertain to something financial we're actually exploring all of the abundance of the possibilities that can be expressing in us as us to us and through us and that's something that I really love to play with. So um, if you don't know me, well, you know, like I said, I'm Keisha Clark, and uh, I am an intuitive medium, body worker, facilitator. I am a coach. I am uh, a person who just loves to dive into the energies of life and um, get beyond the things that stick us and get into the magic of us that is actually where we can be really, truly creating change and having dynamic um, <laughs> delight and lovely fun in our lives. Um, and I have about 50 million words going through my head, so I'm only picking a couple, but you can put in all of those adjectives and whatever you want to. So, um, gosh, I'm, I'm sort of, well, no, I'm not sort of, I'm super excited in a weird kind of way. Have you ever had that? <laughs> it's like I'm excited. It just may not look like excitement, um, really due to like what I'm going through and the life experience I'm having right now. And I'm choosing to share a good bit of it on the show. I kind of thought that um, I was going to share some really awesome stories after I was through some of this. And, and I still allow for that possibility. Um, I'm just starting the stories a little sooner than I thought I might have done. And my show is asking me to share some of these things. And so that's what I've been doing the last couple of months, is just really giving you guys uh, a little bit of a, a peek into some of what's going on in my life. And um, and I'm I'm actually really eerily okay with that. <laughs> Um, I do have some points of view, and I totally realize that um, I'm stretching all kinds of muscles these days, so why not just stretch a few more, eh? Um, so today's topic, we are talking about home for Christmas, and it is kind of a popular expression, and what I'd like to play with is um, some some aspects of the literal thing of that and beyond that. Um, 
if we get, like I love to say, if we get beyond the linear definition or the linear application of it, and here's Lily to say good morning to everyone, <laughs> my co-pilot and my co-host, my honorary co-host, um, who always is fantastic at moving the energy, and she always has a massive contribution. Um, so we're going to talk about the beyond linear definitions and applications of home and home for Christmas and some of what that um, the way that that's typically applied, and I'd like to kind of play with that in a way that, I don't know, you, you might not have played with that before, using the word Christmas. Um, and if you're not celebrating Christmas, totally, totally fine. Um, this is not about you have to honor Christmas in a literal sense. This is, um, this is just words. So what could this next 55-ish or 50-ish minutes be for us, for this conversation? What does this conversation desire to spark, to activate, to open up, to uh, introduce into the world, into any of your worlds, uh, and into my world, especially because I find that most of these conversations really have something to do with um, what the the world, the universe, <laughs> what my team is um, is attempting to get through to me, to get across to my awareness. Um, so I think that's kind of funny and fun at the same time. And if you have not already done so and you are able to, I would love to see you in the chat room. Uh, it's one of my favorite features that we have here on A2Zen. All you have to do is look for the word chat room in the red bar near the top of the screen and click on that. Give yourself a name. It could be yours or anyone else's. Come on in and you can play with us live. And if for some reason you're listening uh, to a replay or you're listening and you're not able to come join us live, um, please know you can always email me, Keisha at Living Beyond Linear. Dot com, and uh, I would love to know what uh, goes on for you. If you have questions, if you have curiosities, if you have feedback, if you have um, requests of any particular topics that you'd like to play with, or if you would like to work with me outside of the conversations that we have on this show. And if you want to play more with me, um, there will be ways to do that that I'm going to share with you during the show. And the first one I will share is I also have a fantastically fun collaborative adventure that I get to have each Tuesday with my sister goddess, Rhonda Burns, who's also a host here on A2Zen of Potency is My Game, airing on Wednesdays. And we play on Tuesdays together on uh, Sexually Speaking, which is a webcast show. And um, it is topics and conversations pertaining to all things sex and the sex of everything. And it is, I am truly honored and humbled that we are choosing and have been choosing to have these conversations. Uh, they they change our lives, I can tell you that. And um, we do have the replays up on YouTube, on the YouTube channel for um, conversations with Keisha and Rhonda. And you can find that link on this replay page if you just scroll down and click. Um, join us on those conversations as well. And Again, you don't have to join us live. You can have fun with the replays. And as always, you can email us with questions, comments, feedback, whatever you like. I just, we love hearing from you. I love hearing from people. It is, it's a huge gift and contribution in my world um, to hear feedback from everybody. Um, you know, is this, is this contributing to you? What is this contributing to you? Um, I know what my experience is with these conversations, so it's just really cool to get to hear people, um, to get to receive that information from everybody. So 
Hi, if you can join us in the chat room, it's always fun and fabulous. And if you ever, uh, if you want to call live, if you, you know, decide you, you want to bring a question on the air, you can actually find those phone numbers to the left of your screen in the chat room and you can pick one for the US, one for Canada, one for the UK. If you're not in any of those places, you can also Skype. Just click on the Skype icon, a2zen.fm, and you don't have to wait for uh, a reply in case you've sent a contact requ request. <laughs> so, all right, and thank you, everybody, who's coming into the chat room. Yay! Good morning, good morning, wherever you are in the world, good morning and all that. So let's dive in. Home for Christmas. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is just too funny to me, guys. Um, so we have lots of ways that we actually talk about home. We have home is where the heart is. Home is where you hang your hat. There is no place like home. Finding your way back home. I'll be home for Christmas. Bring him home. Uh, or our home planet. Um, and there's lots and lots more. So um, from various expressions and song titles, and we just there's a ton of references to home. Uh, so what is home really? What is home for you? Is it a place that uh, we have to create, or is it a place that we have to get to, or start out, or end up? <laughs> is it the mark of success? Does that mean you've made it in your life when you have a home? Um, is it a little more than a place that we store our stuff? For some of us, that might be the way <laughs> the way we use home or the, what home is. Um, and what is it about the holidays that gets a lot of us really sentimental about home? So that's what I'm going to be exploring today. And um, I'm going to start with a story. <laughs> it's actually a story that's playing out right now in my life. And uh, there's so many interesting experiences that I'm getting to have. And some of them I could call them a little bit scary. And all of them, I will say, I can also call them really potent and magical. Um, so I grew up in uh, roughly, I spent my the majority of the first part of my life, like up till I was 20 years old, in three different places. And two of those three places, I sort of lived concurrently because they were uh, uh, one city block apart from each other. So I didn't move around a lot. I didn't go for the, you know, I, di I didn't create a family that was in the service or had to be relocated. I didn't, um, I, I kind of knew that I wanted to be with a family that <laughs> that didn't traipse all over the place, so to speak. Um, and I don't say that from judgment. I just I am aware of how potentially exhausting that can be. And so I actually created coming into a family that, um, while it was not really your example of, of uh, the family in the, the traditional sense of how family is applied, um, I did create a scenario with the family that I chose that um, we didn't move around a whole lot. So I grew up, between three different places. And so one of the spaces I lived um, up until I was, oh gosh, I guess before I was six years old, I lived in two different places. And then right around six, uh, I we moved to the house that I ended up spending pretty much th that part of my life up through my teens in that location. And a block away from that house was my great-great-aunt and uncle. So I had lots of um, 
space to play. And I got to go back and forth between the two houses. And it actually really worked for me. <laughs> so I, I'm just, in case anybody's got a question mark, I will say um, that was that was really something that worked to my advantage. So have you, first, my, my one of my first questions is, have you created something in your scenario that really worked or is working to your advantage, even though it might not look like um, you know the traditional or the conventional structure of home or having a home or even working from home and then I went to California for a little bit, but that was for college and so I ended up coming back um, and at the age of twenty i I inherited the house uh, that was down the street from the one that my mom and myself and my brother lived in and that was just a whole different life experience for me. Um, so at, at 20 years old, I was not really prepared to be a homeowner. And the way that I received that house was actually through the transitioning of my great-great-aunt. Um, my uncle had left his body a number of years before. So so receiving that house was very interesting. Um, and I cannot say that I was really educated on one being a homeowner and two you know making that kind of transition into um after someone passes away when you inherit something just the the, the steps of receiving it and moving into it and making it mine um which i actually did not do very well i don't know i didn't i can't say i didn't do it very well what i actually did was i really i went into the house and of course i took possession of the house um but I didn't, I, like I remember for a number of years, I didn't really move the furniture. So yes, for anybody who's rolling eyes, I am one of those. <laughs> now, at the age of 20, I was still quite tender. Um, and it was a big um, adjustment for me uh, to not have my aunt there. Uh, she had been like one of my three parents growing up. And so it was it was quite a shift of magnitude in my life for them to no longer, to, for neither of them to, to be there, um, for my aunt or my uncle. And so having that house, there was all of the memories, right? And there was all of the the five sensory um, activations, you know, the sights, the smells, the sounds, the the feel of the house. And then there was, what do I do with my life? I had, I was in college and then I wasn't and so I took a semester off and I went back to school but I went back to school here you know locally in the states or locally to where I was at that time and it was a very different experience so everything that occurred that was the changing of of in that phase of my life was just strange and I I will say in hindsight I I handle it fairly well um the part that was really challenging was like all of the lo logistics, the the day-to-day -day things. I didn't really um, have a whole lot of awareness of that. Um, I I had always been in theater and in dance and in school, and so to have my life change so fairly quickly in such a in the way that it did. Um, I knew about things. I knew, you know, you have to clean bathrooms and you do laundry and all of that. But it was the the being the homeowner that I didn't really know about. So that was a whole different set of experiences. And I never 
the, the main thing here that I wanted to bring into this is I never really, even in the, the 10 plus years that I lived in that house, I never actually made it uh, mine. I did make my home there. Um, but it was only in the last year and a half that I was there uh, that I actually began to allow the energy of that property to really support me. And I, I began to really engage the energy of that property as me, not as, um, oh, it was someone else's house that I was using, right? So so in, in that respect, um, how many of us might be doing that? How many of, how many of you might be in a place, in a space, and because you don't, you, you may not feel like you own it for whatever reason, you may not feel like you can make it yours for whatever reason, you, you've actually been trying to live in the space but not occupy the space. You're not really living in and with the space. Um, and that's one of the ways that home is something we can we can kind of keep at arm's length from ourselves. Okay. And I, I realize I'm saying this kind of in a funny way. I hope it's landing. Um <laughs> there are so many uh things that are asking to be spoken to here. And so so are you living in a space or are you simply occupying it? Thank you, Roger. <laughs> um and if you are simply occupying it, um what is something that that could shift for you with regard to the space that might allow you to really be in the space? And here's one of the things that I'm aware of. When we're simply occupying a space, are we ever allowing ourselves to rest there? Are we ever allowing ourselves to fully settle and dance with the space and be with the space? and then be in the space. And if we're not, are you aware of what that might be creating in your body and in all of the other aspects of your life? Yeah. This is something that I became aware of just recently in in an even bigger way. And I was having a conversation, and throughout this last year, um, well, let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. So the next part of my story, <laughs> as far as home goes, is um, about 10 years into having the house that I inherited. Um, I actually met someone who lived outside of the city that I lived in, and I chose a relationship with them. And for the first time ever in my whole life, I actually chose to relocate myself with this person which is pretty massive, guys. I will tell you, for me, that was pretty massive. That was sort of like unseating the Buddha <laughs> because I was pretty planted in my home environment, <laughs> in my home location. And what I chose was to to be in a relationship. To, to I chose that relationship um, and was happy to do so at the time and was amazed that I actually had a relationship in which and for which I was willing to choose that. So I chose to move, and I moved to the property that they were living on. And, wow, um, <laughs> let's see. I, I, it, it, within a couple of years, I sold my home, my house, which I had always thought of as my home. Um, I sold that. 
And that was an enormous venture for me. That was an enormous choice for me um, to sell my home. And I chose that. And it was that experience was really amazing um, and bizarre at the same time. And it was the first time that I experienced in the choosing of selling the home um, that I experienced the conscious letting go of that and the having to come into the to the space of closure and completion with that property. And that was a property that I had actually grown up on. I mean, in large part, I had grown up on. So it was, there was a few challenges built into that uh, experience. And I still was willing to choose it. <clears throat> so oh, we are at a space that I kind of want to take a break. I kind of want to take a breath um, and let me kind of compose some of my points here because I have so many things jumping up and down waving to be addressed. Um, so let's just do that. Let's take a little moment here. And um, I, I just would invite, I'm inviting you to bring up whatever memories you've got, whatever experiences you've had with your versions of this. Um, and let's see if we can allow something different to show up, if we can allow for some ease and for some shifting and some changing um, with some of what is asking to be addressed or perhaps a lot of what is asking to be addressed today. So you are listening to <laughs> Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark. We are talking about home for Christmas, and I'm going to put my uh, my points together in a little bit more neat way for me to be able to, to convey them to you, and we will be right back in a few minutes. <laughs> Thanks, folks. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 
815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. <laughs> Keisha Clark, your host. Um, and I am having a, such an interesting experience sharing with you my stories of home. And we're talking about home for Christmas. Um, so where we were right before the break was um, my, uh, let's see, technically my <laughs> fourth place that I've ever lived. <laughs> that I moved to when I chose a relationship. Uh, and I was, let's see, I was in my early 30s. And so I uh, I, I chose that. I, I really didn't look back. Um, I can't say that for me it was, uh, the logistics, again, were a bit of a challenge. Um, and I still chose it. I was still willing to choose it. I was still happy to choose it. So, oh, gosh, uh, flash forward just a little bit because it's not about the details of a relationship. It's more about now how this pertains to home. Um, so I I chose to move my stuff to to the new location, which is near the Dallas Fort Worth area, and I I had cats, and of course you know they they came with me, um, and the relationship lasted for another twelve years, and then it and then it ended, and so. Um, the, some of the choices I had made in the relationship, uh, what I had created with those choices was absolutely no way to care for me <laughs> to be single again. And so I negotiated to be able to stay on the property that I had been on with in the relationship and the person I was in relationship with moved to the new property. And that's a story for another time. So, um, the the thing is, I I chose here. I chose to be on the property, and that's um, where I am now for uh, another few weeks. And what has taken place is nothing short of miraculous for me on this property. Um, and I, up until about six months ago, what I will say is I could not have imagined my being able to even really have a conversation about moving with the amount of ease that I'm having it today. Um, and an awareness that I've come into just really in this last couple of weeks um, is the places that I have always called my home have never been places that, one, that I chose, and they've always been places that I went into and I figured out how to live around what was already there. And I'm not saying that from, oh, poor me. I'm saying that from, wow, look what I chose. Look what I did. And look at how I was choosing to create. I was choosing to make every attempt to be creating, and I was creating largely, uh, from the working around rather than creating from what was really um, – joyful and synergistic to me and harmonious to me and um, sustaining for me. And I'm aware that 
that that is something that a lot of us do. We choose to go into places and spaces and kind of work around them. And that is one of many choices. So not everybody does that. And that's part of what I have marveled at over this past year is watching some people have this ease with moving that is like, wow, how do you do that? How do you just like choose to let it all go? And you're like, happy to be moving to your new place and it's exciting for you and it's it's like this fabulous adventure and I never got that until just recently because that was so foreign to me and now with the events that have occurred over these last six months or so especially um, I love the the magic of how the events in my life have played out and are playing out and lining up in a way that has brought me step by step through, uh, or really kind of from those those habits of what I was choosing and where I was choosing from into this awareness of, oh, look what I was choosing. And I'm not making myself wrong for any of those choices. I'm fascinated that I spent <laughs> a large chunk of my life <laughs> making those choices not from the space of what truly honors and nurtures me, what would feel good to live in, who would feel who would be fun to play with. I've actually made the choices from, oh, this is where I am, and if I want to do X, Y, and Z with so-and-so, this is what I have to choose from. And I wasn't I didn't have my choice muscles in very good shape, so what I chose was to work around the the energies that were there. Now, there's a very big difference in working around the energies that are present somewhere and working with them. I wasn't so great, or at least I, in some respects, I wasn't so great at working with them. <laughs> and yes, I am allowing that there could be some uh, capacities there that I'm not acknowledging when I say I wasn't so great at working with them. Um, i I will say that I am, that is a capacity I have, is I am able to go into a space, a situation, um, working with various and sundry people and various and sundry energies, and I am able to be present with them, and I am able to um, create something that actually works for for everyone, that actually is, is mutually beneficial. Um, however, I couldn't do quite the same kind of uh, service for myself, <laughs> for me in my home situations. So so now flash forward to uh, here this last six months. And um, really, just this past weekend, um, I was out with my friend Wendy. And we were having a conversation. And uh, when I, as I have been looking through places to go and looking for possibilities, um, I've also been learning again a, a whole new, it's not about, well, I, I knew this, it's just the timing, the linear timing has come together in such a way that I'm not able to provide a number of the conventional requirements um, as far as banks and financial institutions are looking for, for me to be able to secure the the space to go in a way that is the normal, quote unquote, way. So I've been getting creative, and 
Um, so I was having a conversation. We were out and about looking at some places and spaces, and, and really we were just going to go and play with the energy because all of this is really actually quite new for me with what I'm bringing you, you know, what I'm bringing to the conversation today. Um, this awareness that really popped for me was how much um, I was, I well, let's see, let me put it a different way, how little I actually cognitively had and knew about um, home, about choosing home, about being home, about having home, um, because I had always done it from such a, a drastically different space, not from where do I desire to be and what is the energy that nurtures me, but more from where do I have to go and how can I make this work? And there's a really different set of possibilities that become available between those two scenarios, between those two um, energies to function from. So home has been this enormous question in my life for quite some time. And today, um, what I can tell you is I have no idea where I'm going to be living in the, after the next three weeks <laughs> in this 10 seconds. And I actually have a knowing that I will be somewhere. And it is in process of being created. And it's the most fantastically terrifying thing I've ever done is the being willing to actually, one, move <laughs> and not be you know, like kicking and screaming and digging my heels in. And two, to actually be excited and be playing with the energies of creation in the sense of, wow, where can I go that actually is a contribution to me, that actually desires to be a contribution to me. Yeah. So we've got a couple things going on in the chat room. Let me just check here real quick. Um, hmm, I love that question. Yes, Rod. Um, this is beautiful. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. So so something I became aware of um, within the last couple of years <clears throat> I, I, for those of you who don't know me, my work includes um, the entirety of our existence. So when I'm working with people, um, part of what I'm doing is I'm actually asking for the energy of all of the lifetimes that they've lived to present itself and and to really be working with whatever issues, we'll call them issues, <laughs> there are other names, but we'll call them issues, whatever issues are up to be uh transformed, transmuted, and changed um, from whatever lifetimes are relevant to that being able to, to happen with ease is part of what I'm asking for when I'm working with people. Um, and I became aware a couple of years ago that um, there's, a, there's a lot of connection between lifetimes we've lived and places we've lived. And, and really, through the bodies that we've inhabited, um, we have various and sundry memory, memories uh, not quite the same way as cognitive memory, but we have memory, uh, many of us, of these places and spaces. We've also done work with so many different parts of the planet. And so I became aware of my relationship to the planet in, in that way. That sort of, I just added that energy to, or I brought it into my cognitive realm. And it was really amazing um, to, to play with that. Uh, to begin to do processes to actually 
release, let go of, change, transmute, transform, um, the energies that I had been holding on to that were actually from different lifetimes, from different geographical locations on this planet. Um, and it involved things, you know, to do with different uh, disputes. Uh, it, sometimes it was about war. Sometimes it was about um, different organizations or different groups that had attempted to take possession of different places um, or it had inhabited different places in a way that was so harmonious with the land. And so I began to just allow for that awareness to bubble and turn more. And that added a whole new... Um, gosh, list of possibilities to play with also in my work when I am working with people and with people's bodies. Um, it brought a whole new realm of capabilities and possibilities for healing, changing, and shifting um, into the processes that I do. And And I'm aware that I am not the only one. If you are having these inklings, um, would you be willing to explore more into your awareness of that as well? What do we know about the planet? What do we know about the land formations? What are we aware of with the energies of different geographical locations, of different bodies of water and different mountain ranges and different um, <clears throat> plains and different uh, continents altogether? And that was part of where my study of feng shui was so fascinating and really um, brought a lot of this awareness to the forefront for me for which I'm truly grateful. Um, so so that came into the mix. And so Rod is saying that he's never really lived in an area, but every time he visits, uh, he feels like it is home. Could that be a past life or am I just enjoying the energy? And thank you, Rhonda, for the question she contributed. Truth, Rod, what is it? Past life? Is it a place that you and your body actually receive and can thrive more easily uh, than any other at this time in this life? And Rod says, oh, I can receive more from the area. Interesting. Yes. Yes. And what is it that we actually can be receiving from the earth, from the different areas and locations of the earth? Um, <clears throat> you know, we choose to be incarnating on different continents. Um, what are we aware of when we make those choices? Right? And yes, it is outside the bounds of conventionality. It is um, it's not something that we often bring into the forefront of our consideration of where we're going to go and, and where do we want to play and what part of the world do we want to play with. Um, and one of the people that I've uh, watched with just sheer delight, um, Corey Michelle, uh, has, uh, for some of you who, who know her, Corey Michelle Johnson, some of you might not know her or have heard of her, um, she is uh, an, another fantastic facilitator and coach and creator of Magnitude. And uh, I've been watching her process through social media that um, she is now living in Australia for a while. And she was so excited and is so excited to be there. Her body is so happy. Um, her life is very happy. And she's just creating amazing experiences and adventures and creations. And she... She made this move with such an ease, and I loved getting to see that um, that she could just she was just so willing to choose it, following the energy of what was lighting up her life and her body and it happens to be living in Australia for a little while and <clears throat> so i'm and, and I've watched a number of other people choosing to you know pack up and 
change things in their home or relocate. And, and I'm watching the ease that they're having and I'm watching them uh, play with the energies and follow the energies and be willing to receive the contribution of what that creates. And it's been so amazing. So in my awareness just this past um, weekend of, wow, like 99.999% of my choosing has really not been from what would I like to create here and what space would like to be creating with me now. Um, it really blew my mind. <laughs> and I also became aware of the steps that have been happening, the steps that I have actually been taking over these past six months. And um, I had a huge awareness around some things that took place in Utah. And my just the, my getting to Utah was an amazing creation in itself. And then what I got to experience in Utah in November, um, just a few weeks ago, was truly amazing. And what I saw as I was driving over to pick up my friend Wendy on Saturday morning was I saw like all of those dots begin to line up and the progression of my allowing something completely different that I could not explain to begin to show up that empowered me to let go of or begin to let go of the things I had been holding on to that were actually creating a huge obstacle for me to be having my next home, to be having what I desire, to be having actually the life that I'm asking for. And it was truly amazing. And I looked at how it occurred in such a way that I could not have forecasted that. I'm aware that this is something we, we do every day and it is available to us every day. And yet, uh, when I had this realization on Saturday morning, I was so just struck by this in such a, it was such awe, you know, at how this process goes. So, so now I'm playing with, okay, what is home? And we are here at Christmas time in the, in large part of the world that celebrates Christmas time. Um, and for whatever you're celebrating at this time of the year, I know there are many holiday celebrations, um, that have that energy of renewal to them, that have that theme of renewal and, uh, and the birthing and the coming of something new. And it is no coincidence to me that that, of course, in the Gregorian calendar, it happens <laughs> in December. Um, and that is also uh, along with the seasonal um, scheduling as we are coming into midwinter or we're coming into winter here in the um, northern hemisphere, coming into summer in the southern hemisphere. So, so now home, I'm playing with something very different um, than what I used to be playing with. So we've got one more quick break. I'm going to take a breath and take a drink of water, and then I'm going to bring you some questions and some fun stuff to play with. And I have some things to share about some some fun stuff for the holidays, uh, if you want to. So uh, you're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? 
Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the last segment for today's Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm having such an intriguing experience sharing with you this energy of home for Christmas. Um, that is, it's funny to me, in a way, it's like that's really, that's my Christmas list this year. A home for Christmas is my new place, my new space. <laughs> so, um, and I'm, I'm, in, I'm actually in a strange and bizarre way, I'm, I'm actually just being fascinated by all of this and how it's occurring and what's showing up and wow. Um, so, and I love Rod, <laughs> Rod's beautiful awareness. He says he just got that he is not choosing for me. He's choosing what others require from him. Wow. Rod, that's awesome. <laughs> and how many of us have been doing that? So I want to play with a couple things and, um, so first I want to tell you about a couple of possibilities to play with me. And I, this whole energy of asking for the holidays, you know, we, we, in, in, when we celebrate Christmas, we talk about making your Christmas list. I had a fantastic conversation. Well, I get to have a fantastic conversation every Tuesday, but this, this week in particular, um, our fantastic conversation happened to be about your grown-up Christmas list with myself and Rhonda Burns. And, um, where we went in that conversation, it just it brought up some fabulous stuff for for each of us. And for me, it was it was um, in part it was like a confirmation of or an affirmation of this this thing that we have just simply not been willing to do with asking. 
asking, really just asking, I mean, much less asking for what we truly desire and asking for what brings us pleasure and asking for what is joyful and asking for what is a contribution. Before we even get to any of that, it's like so many of us have just, we've got lockjaw and we will not ask. We will not put the question out there. And um, with all of what's going on in my life, that energy is just super, super up right now about asking. So I'm, I'm going to invite you. I am inviting you to listen to that conversation. You can actually click on the link that's on this replay to get to the YouTube channel, and you can pick that conversation. You can also click to join us live each week. But I'm just really, like, that conversation opened up a lot for me. And we've had some doozies of conversations, guys. So if you just want to click that link to go to the YouTube channel, I'm just saying you might find more than one topic that wants to talk to you. <laughs> and it doesn't have to all talk to you today. It could be, you know, anytime over the weekend, throughout the month of December, whatever. Um, but I, I, I want to put that out there. It, it's, it started something for me. It really kind of kick-started something for me with this whole idea of asking, asking, asking. And that had already been up in my world, and this just brought it into uh, a new view, a, a different way to be with it. So, um, so then the next thing that's going on is um, my friend Alan Jones and me are actually, we're co-creating something fun to play with uh, Christmas list energy over the holidays. And so for four weeks, beginning on this Sunday, December 11th, we're going to do a kickoff call. And this is free to play. So if you want to go to Choosing Beyond Beyond in, on Facebook, it's Choosing Beyond Beyond, um, you can actually find the event there and you can follow us. Um, we're going to let this be all up to you guys because you're grown-ups and you can follow the way you want to, but we're going to do the kickoff call all about, the, the series is all about bringing your Christmas list to life, and we're going to play with the whole, just really immersing ourselves in the energies of asking, and what are we asking for, and then what are we choosing to actually bring our asks into existence and be receiving what we're asking for, and we are really going to play with all of the aspects of that. So if you want to follow that and you want to receive the goodies um, that will be coming to the Choosing Beyond Beyond page over the next four weeks, please go to Choosing Beyond Beyond, like the page, uh, comment on the page, and that way you'll be kept informed of the things that as we post them on the page. Um, and then if you want to play with me some more, you can find me at Living Beyond Linear. I know that's a different name than what our my radio announcement messages are saying, and that's where everything is moving to. So just come check me out at Keisha at Living Beyond Linear, and um, you can like that page, and you'll be kept uh, informed when I'm sharing fun things and events and all kinds of topics for you to play with even more. So, um, So this thing about home, I think it's interesting that Home is that space that we think of as where we go to replenish, where we go to be nurtured, and where we find our way to. And, and that's part of the energy of, of what has been all in this conversation too, is finding, going, getting, and being home. And we don't talk a lot about being home. So, so firstly, when you're playing with where to go, a question I'd like to offer you is, um, what places and spaces are desiring to be a contribution to me? Now, you can use that when you're looking for home, and you can use that every single day to find the places that are activating more for you and more with you. 
So it doesn't have to be a place that you actually go and stay. It could be a place or a space that you go and visit. And, and Rhonda shared in the chat room you know, that there are places that she'll go for walks or she'll go um, out and about. And some places just absolutely contribute to her in the most beautiful ways. Um, I'm hoping a lot of us have those places. I have some of those places. And that's part of where my, um, I'm going to do air quotes, attachment to this property has been is I really – this property has nurtured me, has loved me back to life, has brought me so much joy and so much awareness and so much um, healing has occurred for me with and on this property. And that's part of where it was a little bit challenging and difficult to think of leaving it. And I, in the course of these last six months, part of what has occurred is with each of the choices I was making to be choosing more for me. This property was just having my back. And um, a few short days ago, a few days ago, um, kind of things came, came, came to a, a climax in, in some ways, you could say. And I got the message from the property that everything is good and now you can go. And that'll be a story from an, for another time. But just just know that places and spaces the land, the earth, nature so desires and delights in contributing to us, to be contributing to us. So there's a question, what places and spaces desire to contribute to me today? And if you're in a place that you're desiring to create some change, be asking questions with that. What changes can I make here? What else can I be choosing here that would allow this space to contribute to me, to my body, to my life, my living, my reality, my businesses, my bank accounts, my relationships. You can be asking those questions. And if you're getting that the space is really done, that your relationship with that space is really coming to an end, would you be willing to honor that? And would you be willing to actually know that you are all that is in the universe? You are the microcosmic universe in living color, living, breathing existence, in, it, in the expression of the universe. And what if home is actually beginning with you? And then when you ask the questions and you begin to make the choices, you are creating the expression of what is possible as home for you and co-creating that with the earth, with the space, with the structures. So welcome home, my friends. What would it take to have welcome home be so ease for you? Have a great week. Know that I adore you. And I will be back next week for more conversations, for more interesting adventures. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?